Hey guys, welcome back to the Safe Spend Invest podcast. I'm your host, Bookie Smart. And if you are listening to this, then that means that my ebook, Investing for Beginners, is finally, finally out. And let me tell you guys how this has been so long um, for me to do. And, and I started it last year and I did want to complete it last year. And a bunch of you messaged me about it and I kept on saying it's coming it's coming it's coming but as you know I had a little bit of a tough um, back half of the year and so I just could not get it out but it is done it is here and if you haven't already gotten it then definitely rush over to my Instagram to see details on how you can grab yours and hopefully the offer is still on whilst you're listening to this otherwise you know you're just going to have to buy it without the offer. But let me tell you guys, this ebook has been such a long time coming because I wanted to wait to get it right. And when I started Save, Spend, Invest, you know, it really was for me. And I was just sharing all the things that I was learning um, with saving and with spending. And I was just getting started on my own investment journey back in 2016 2017 I had started to buy some index funds some stocks I got into a bit of agric back home in Nigeria I um did some cryptocurrency as well and so many things and I and I got burnt along the way I did some forex along the way um but I learned a lot of lessons and this book took me the longest time because I wanted it to be really good, because I I didn't want it to be filled with fluff, you know, and I've read so many investment books that just are too much, they're too jargon heavy, or they just have a lot of fluff. And I'm just like, I need someone to just tell me how to do this long and short, how to avoid being burnt, um, how to get started, what are the platforms and all those other good things that you guys are always asking me about. And the thing to say or sort of disclaim here is that, of course, when it comes to investing and especially with this book, this is not a recommended um, like personal advice for anybody because everyone's circumstances and situations are different. So I cannot tell you exactly what will work for you. The goal with this book more is to get people to start investing because they now have the knowledge, they have the understanding of what it really takes to get started with investing, whether that's with a hundred pounds or a thousand pounds, you can literally get started. So that is the aim. That is a goal is that by the time you close the ebook, you should be, you know, doing the next steps on there, which is, you know, starting to create or open an investment account. If you didn't already have one, picking the platform that you wanted and all of that good stuff. So Long story short, if you haven't already gotten your hands on this book, um, this ebook, then you definitely want to head over to the Save, Spend, Invest Instagram, check out all the details and grab yours now. I'm going to give you guys a quick run through and like an overview of what the book is and all the things that are packed. And let me tell you, I know I'm the one that wrote it, but there are gems and gems and gems upon this. And it is, again, no BS, straight to the point. I tell it as it is everything that you need to know to get started you know it's quick and simple and for things that you may not understand of course you can always dm me and i'll be happy to answer you but let me just go through what's 
is in investing for beginners by bookie smart of save spend invest <laughs> okay so the first thing i sort of go through is what an investment is and we look at the you know the difference between asset classes versus investment types and that's one of the mistakes that a lot of people um, make very early on they they think they're one and the same and investment is a type of an asset but there are other assets as well that may not necessarily um, be classed as investments okay so we go through that just so you have that there and you can always refer back to it i also give you a risk profile questionnaire so you can understand what kind of investor are you what is your risk tolerance are you low risk and what should you be investing if you are low risk medium risk or high risk and I think that that profile questionnaire is so important before you get started, just so you are self-aware. Like whenever you want to make any decision, especially an investment decision, it is so important to be very aware of where you are in terms of your risk appetite, in terms of your means, your current financial situation. And so that risk profile really helps you to understand yourself and therefore be able to go and um, invest with that knowledge. Then I also give you a really handy emergency fund framework. How much should you have in your emergency fund? And a lot of people always ask this question, like how much is recommended? I think the rule of thumb is about three months to six months, but that framework basically personalizes it to you dependent on your income sources, how stable that is, how confident you feel in your ability to get multiple jobs or um, diversify your income should you need to. And especially off the back of 2020, I think it's so important that everybody has an emergency fund. If you're not able to have, you know, three or six three to six months worth of income by the time you want to get started with investing, that's fine. You definitely do want to have a buffer though. You want to have say a thousand, two thousand pounds in the bank as an emergency fund whilst you still continue to build that up over time. Um, so you don't have to wait till you get the exact amount. I mean, it would be great if you could, but no time like the present, right? So that um, emergency fund framework just sort of puts things in context for your personal situation then i also go through types of investments you have REITs um, shares index funds etfs and a couple different ones as well and that's again important that you have an understanding of so you can see the bigger picture and you can understand that there's more to investing than just you know stocks and shares that a lot of people talk about and especially dependent on your risk profile you're able to know which one is best for you and also what you're interested in so for example, a couple of people have said to me that they're interested in real estate, but they always think that the way to get into real estate is to, you know, amass a ton of capital and then put that down for a property and only earn in rental income or capital gains. And they're all often surprised when I bring up real estate investment trusts, which are REITs, um, where you do not need a ton of deposits and you can literally put in the same amount of money as you would if you were buying shares, index funds, ETFs, ETC. So that's quite useful for everything to be put into um, context and you can pick what you want to get started with. I also go into investment platforms that are um, great to get started with in the UK. There's a couple of them on there that um, I've used and I've tested and I actually go through live examples as well within the book so you guys can have an understanding of exactly how it works. 
that is uk specific so if you're outside of the uk chances are you may not be able to use it but there are actually one or two of them that you still probably might be able to get um, started with even if you are outside the uk so do your research and see if um, any of those platforms might work for you and then i've also within that put in you know the pros and cons of the different ones and then helped you to sort of be able to choose the right investment platform for you depending on um, your circumstances and so again this is more general advice than like tailored financial advice which i'm not allowed to give you <laughs> um i also go through how to pick shares as a beginner and the this was very fun this was like a very fun chapter of the ebook to write because when i was getting started that was probably my biggest question was how do i actually pick shares so i know for example that my risk appetite is on the higher side and i should be investing more aggressively into like shares and index funds and you know you have these different investment platforms and i was like how do i actually pick shares so i know that i want to do it how do i go about it and so i detail three ways um, that you can learn how to quote unquote develop your investment eye and develop your investment thesis and sort of be able to make your own decisions from there quite easy anybody can get started with that um, I go through some common phrases as well, things that you would generally see on investment platforms and things that you should be, you should know. So just the common phrases um, that you will see being tossed around in a couple of investments, um, courses or books or platforms as well. Then I talk you through um, understanding how the share prices work and those charts that you might have seen a couple of people post on Instagram or Twitter, like what do they actually mean? How did and how does the stock market actually work as well? What does it mean when, um, you know, share prices fall? Does that mean that you should sell? Um, does that mean you should buy more things like that that is quite detailed as well because that is very useful information if you're going to be um, investing in shares and especially if you're going to choose to do it yourself there's also of course options here where i've listed if you don't want to be that person making those decisions on which shares that you which shares to buy doing the research etc you can also use platforms that would um, help you to like invest they, so they would do it on your behalf some of which are like robo advisors so that's a mixture of like um robots and people doing it or you can also have professional people um asset managers actually investing on your behalf so that's also there for you if you don't want to do all the guesswork or um, research yourself also you should definitely not be guessing when it comes to investing um you want to take informed decisions after doing your research then I also go through how to buy shares with two investment platforms. So that, that is me walking you through the process and actually showing you exactly what those screens are going to look like and sort of pointing out um, the things that are important for you to know, you know, the fees and the platforms, um, you know, T's and C's and things like that, which is quite useful. And everybody should be aware of that um, no matter what platform they are using. Um, so I walk you through that. There's also legal and taxes, um, the boring stuff I say, but the most probably one of the most important things because a lot of people take for granted how much <laughs> taxes can actually be involved when you are buying and selling shares, especially if you're going to do it more frequently or you're going to trade shares, then you definitely want to read the fine prints and without, you know, so you don't get burnt because there have been cases where because I didn't read the fine prints, I tried to pull out my money and I got stuck with a massive 
built <laughs> um, and you don't want that. So that is important that you also know before you get into any of the investment platforms. And then I sort of wrap, a, wrap the book around the general do's and don'ts, you know, things like don't try to time the market, um, make sure you do your research, do invest in things that you understand, stuff like that, that, you know, is general like housekeeping. But I often find that it's, it's one that if you overlook it and if you sort of just go in thinking that you know everything, then you'll again quite, you're probably prone to get burned quite easily. So it's just a couple of general things to do, things not to do when you're investing, things to look out for, that kind of good stuff. And then finally, I end the book with your practical next steps, which is you close this book, one, two, three, four, five are what you need to do to get your money invested. Okay, so as you can see, there's a lot going on, but it's packed with a ton of gems. It is a relatively quick ebook as well. Um, I didn't want people to be sort of overwhelmed by its size or overwhelmed with, you know, information that is not useful. Um, I wanted to sort of get straight to the point, understand that you're here to learn how to, you know, really get started. And this is the book that I can now finally refer to. Um, people who always ask me like what book is great for beginners because a lot of the options that are out there currently um, there's a lot of fluff and there's tons of information that is probably not very useful if you're just you know clueless and you don't know really what to do to get started but you just have some information so I hope that is helpful like I mentioned, definitely go grab your copy now. So go onto the Safe Spend Invest Instagram and you're going to see all the details um, as to where you can get the ebook. Share it with a friend, buy it for a friend. Um, and yeah, 2021, get your money up, level up and get your investments up as well. So that's basically what I wanted to come on here and do. I'm going to run through a couple of like frequently asked questions that people generally have around investing for beginners. And you probably might already um, have this question as well. A lot of these answers are also going to be answered within the ebook. So I'm going to just sort of keep this short and then you can go and get the rest of the information from the ebook basically. So number one, is investing right for me or should I be investing? So a lot of people, especially young people, people in their 20s, people who are in uni or just coming out of uni are always like, I don't know if I should be investing. Is it right for me? Should I do it? Um, and there's no one size fits all with this answer. My answer is always, it depends. It is completely dependent on your financial situation and where you are in your life. Of course, it is better to start investing as early as possible, but only if you can afford to do so. So I know that I always go on about how, you know, you can start investing with as little as like 10 pounds. Um, but that said, you shouldn't be investing if you are, for example, struggling to keep up with your credit card payments or you know maybe you've taken out an expensive remortgage you don't have a lot of savings you don't have an emergency fund then you know it's probably not the time to start investing i do think that investing is for everyone you should be investing in some form and if you're already investing in like a pension with your employer you're actually investing so kudos to you keep on keeping on um because there's free money on the other side of the table so make sure that you are taking advantage of that that's number one. 
how much can I invest? So the rule of thumb that I always say is never invest more than you can afford to lose. Okay. So when I talk about the times that I got banned investing, especially when it came to like cryptocurrency and Forex, um, a couple, couple of years back, it was okay for me to sort of do that because I didn't put in a ton of money. So I didn't lose a ton of money. And the general rule is that never invest more than you can afford to lose, which is why I think that especially when you're young, you start to build your, you know, your risk appetite and your tolerance level for risk. Um, it will grow as you sort of get older, as your income potential increases and your earnings start to sort of go up as well, how much you're able to afford to lose will sort of keep on going up um but that is the general rule of thumb because if the stock market crashed as it did sort of last year um when the pandemic first hit then you could face you know losing a huge chunk of your wealth or your net worth if you have too much of that invested in okay so a lot of people who for example lost their jobs but they had you know thousands of pounds within the stock market and they had to pull that out as a loss that's not great you know nobody wants to be doing that so it's important that you only put in money that you can afford to lose and also sort of try to think about investing long term minimum i think required or recommended is around five years and that sort of gives you enough time to ride out any like bumps in the market um, that might make you see a loss on your money so this is why again i always encourage people to have an investment um account that is um that is basically little compared to your remaining amount of money and compared to the remaining amount of your wealth and also have an emergency fund where you can sort of rely on should anything happen such as you losing your job but most importantly make sure that you're diversifying your income so that if one income source fails you can also um, rely on the other ones next is where can i get started with investing so there are lots of different platforms um you can get started like i mentioned i talk about i think over six or seven of them in the book and those ones are uk specific but you can also probably get started with a couple of them even if you don't live in the uk as long as that investment platform supports the currency you want to invest with but yeah there are lots of different platforms so i'd refer you to the book for that where should i store my investment amount so i would always say that you want to put it first in um in an isa which is an individual savings account because if you're in the uk and ISA basically gives you £20,000 of tax-free money. And that's important and will become increasingly important the more money you have in an investment account because you don't get to pay tax on anything within those first £20,000. After that, or if, you, or if you invest in more than £20,000, then you are going to have to start to pay taxes on there. And so you probably want to look for alternative ways that are um, that make the most sense for your situation as to where you can store it. But where you should store your investment amounts first is a stocks and shares ISA. You can get a lot of them with the with the investment platforms or you can open yours um, separately as well and store your money in there specifically for investing in stocks and shares. 
Next, where can I find research on investing and picking the right shares? And for that, ladies and gentlemen, I will also refer you to the ebook because I do talk about how to research on picking the right shares, which ones are good for you, which ones um, are profitable, which ones are you know popular should you should you even pick the ones that are popular should you pick the ones that um you know you use you love different things like that that would be really useful for your research i detail that more in the ebook what kind of growth can i expect when comparing investing to savings well if you live in the uk you would know that savings is I mean, the interest rates and savings now is probably like hovering at about 1%. And that is high, okay? If you're getting 1% in any account currently as you're listening to this, that is high. You should consider yourself lucky and fortunate because we're at 0% interest rates. There is literally no motivation um, to think that you are you are getting interest in, in savings and that is enough for you because you're actually losing money due to inflation inflation is higher than interest rates and therefore what 100 pounds was to you last year is probably like 90 something pounds now because inflation has taken that amount of money and your interest rates are not making up for it so when it comes to growth investing is generally better than savings um of course investments rise and fall you know stocks go up and go down companies go bust and fail um, but there is still different types of investment classes that you can diversify your portfolio in to make sure that you are getting a good growth rate and also have your own investment goals, right? That's really important. Like how much percentage in interest rates do you actually want to get or an investment yield? Is 10% good for you? And where can you find 10%? Is 12% good for you? Where can you find 12%? So for me, I always say like start with the end in mind. Like what is your actual goal? How much do you want to be making from this every year? And what do you want to use the money for? So I always recommend and, and tell people to sort of have a mindset of reinvesting back your profits, reinvesting back the gains unless you specifically need it for something. So say you're maybe investing um, to buy a property in the next five years if you're just coming out of uni and your goal is to have that investment um you know make you an extra say 500 pounds each year and so you just want to look around and see like within those different asset classes like i mentioned or the investment types whether it's REITs, index funds ecf shares where are you most likely to get that kind of return for um return in and then you know try and sort of walk backwards and do that and then finally, is there a book that you can recommend for getting started with investing? Yes, it is called Investing for Beginners by me and a lot of information <laughs> that I've just shared here is more more detailed in that book. And like I said, it's really great for beginners. I, my heart is always with beginners because although I didn't have it too bad when I started I definitely wish that um it was simpler and there was like a specific resource I could go to learn that wouldn't overwhelm me that wouldn't make me feel like I didn't know anything that would actually empower me to start investing with as little money as I had back then um thankfully I know better and I've grown in my knowledge in my research in my experience of investing in a bunch of different things I probably um 
have various investments now across majority of these investment classes and so i'm able to sort of share that and help people with that um in this one resource so go and check it out go and buy the book i hope that you guys like it if you do please definitely let me know you know put it on your stories on your instagram on twitter everywhere and just share the word um so that other people can also benefit from it thank you guys so much for all your support your patience with me i know i know it has been a long time coming i am sorry but we are finally here and i'm really excited for you guys to have this and i do hope that it makes a difference to your investment financial life and i would love to know if it has i would love to know what gems you are picking up what gems you're going to be applying um throughout the entire year and throughout maybe your entire life as well okay so let me know I'll leave you guys now to have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in next week's episode. Thank you. Oh, if you haven't already, make sure you are subscribed to the podcast on anywhere you listen to this podcast on. If you're on Apple Podcasts, I would love it if you did give me a rating and review. Let me know what you like about these podcasts. Let me know if you think I'm doing a great job um, and share it, share it, share it with all your friends, all your family. I would truly, truly appreciate that. All right. Talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.